Podmoth. start this right i haven't said hello yet no yeah okay well hello everyone <laughs> welcome <laughs> uh welcome to the future is bright question mark i am Lindsay. i am bridget we are rolling and growing here i'm in a good mood um shocking yeah sh- very shocking <laughs> life has been throwing me curveballs actually not really i just i think it's the warm weather we've been like pretty at a steady like all right right like, nothing's really been, like, fun. Nothing's been bad. Nothing's been, like, great. Right. Right, we're just... But right. it's warm. Right. I'm telling you, Earth. that fucking... What is that called? Seasonal depression? Oh. Woo! Hit you, like, a Let ton of Let me tell breaks. you. I never believed in that shit, and then yeah. the warmest day, I'm like, yep, fuck, I'm cured. My <laughs> life is good. I'm happy now. Like, <laughs> the serotonin like, magically it, came back. It's weird. It's very weird. But, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, seasonal depression. There's so, there's so much big news in true crime that we haven't talked about since the last time. I've been waiting to say this because I didn't want to tell you because I felt like... Me? Well, you knew about it. What? To surprise it. Well, the Kristen Smart person... Oh, yeah. He's, he's We're a arrested. little late because it's two we're, weeks, but it's fine. True. We are on, we're on a bad uh, schedule of recording. Yeah. Like, we just... Whenever we have time, we do it. So, about maybe a month ago. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks ago. The man... What was his name? Don't know. I'm looking it up because I don't remember. Uh, the the last man to see her alive was um, something Flores. What's his first name? Wasn't the dad and the, the son dad arrested? and him? I haven't looked read up on it to see, um, like why the dad was arrested. But um, oh, they had to have found something in the house. They definitely did. They were they were like literally like. That would be the digging. only reason because if. It was on his property, then yeah, the dad oh, yeah. would have gotten ooh, arrested. Ooh, ooh. Sorry, I almost just played a podcast. Um, no podcast, except yeah, our no. own on here. I think it's Christian Flores mm-hmm. is his name. He was arrested. He was the last person to see her alive. And um, Paul Flores. Paul Flores is the dad. And I think... Okay, so Paul Flores... Ooh, he was just denied bail. Well, Good. Yeah. Well, that means he was definitely guilty of something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, it's Paul Flores and his father, Ruben, was also... So, Paul Flores was arrested on the suspicion of murder, and Ruben Flores, who was 80 at the time, is arrested... Um, was arrested for... Accused of helping his son dispose of Smart's... Wow, that was not English. No. Smart's body. So, we're not doing the Kristen Smart case, but, you know, I'm just gonna... Yeah, well, there's been a lot of shit that's been happening, because today... Right. Um, in a place that we live, two people oh, got yeah, shot in a grocery store. Yeah. Um, well, one dead, not... The other one not eat. Yeah, there was two... Was there, one was dead, two were critical. Right. And then I found out that in the place that I work, right. not this location that I work at, but one in Connecticut, right. a person got shot in their parking lot. Yeah, so gun control. Let's talk about... I'm just kidding. I don't want to talk about it. We're that. not opening that fucking can <laughs> of worms. Yeah, no. There needs to be gun control. That's where we're at right now in I our mean, lives. 
Uh, yeah, and also today the George Floyd case, man was oh, Shit, there's a lot convicted. of fucking shit going yeah. on. Jesus Christ. He was convicted of murder on all... Tra- well, he was convicted... Gu- wait, sorry, not convicted. He was... Have found guilty? Found guilty. Wow, words are hard today. He was found guilty on all charges. I think it's like second degree murder, third degree yeah. murder, manslaughter, all these things. But he's hasn't been... Is, he's, he's not technically convicted... Oh, yeah. He was just found guilty. He's got to get... Got to go to trial. Yeah, or... trial. Um, yeah. No, that's... wait. Not trial, but he has um, to... Like, his sentencing. His sentencing. He's not technically considered, but... Big day in the world. Some positives and negatives. Positives, he was found guilty. Negatives, yeah. many people are being shot and killed for no reason. Also, so. happy 420. Happy 420 to all who celebrate. I don't celebrate, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know if... Oh, also, I need to bring this up because I've been thinking about it since I got here. Yes. My Skittles that Jimmy got me. Oh, yeah, they're upstairs. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Jimmy got me Skittles gummies and I literally cannot fucking wait to eat them. I'm so excited. (laughs) Uh, But that was the only... That was the other good news in my life was that I have Skittles Skittles gummies. Skittles gummies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was so proud that he remembered. I know. That was so long ago. I literally was, I like walked into Ronnie's house as I was reading the text. I was like, oh my god. And he was like, what? I was like, Jimmy got me gummies. And he was like, oh, okay. Like, why are you so, and I was like, I'm so excited. He's like, they're gummies. And I was like, yeah, my own boyfriend doesn't remember. But <laughs> my best friend's boyfriend yeah. does. No, Ronnie just, Ronnie like knows that I like the Starburst gummies, mm-hmm. but not. Because I, I refuse to go to Walmart. I hate Walmart. Just cannot shop there. Just I don't. can't stand it. I don't go there either. And Skittles gummies seem to be only sold at Walmart. They're at 7-Eleven now. Oh, shit. That's that what is got plot them. twist. Yeah. Okay. Gotta go to 7-Eleven. Okay. All right. Well, that was my yeah. story about my Skittles. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I'm gonna pause this for a second. Okay. Because I need a monster before I fall asleep. Uh-oh. On a dark night, you make a wrong turn on the highway and find yourself alone on a country road. You're unnerved, but the road is too narrow to turn around. As your tires crunch over the gravel, you turn the radio up to calm your nerves, and all you find is static. As you reach the end of the dial, you stumble upon a show you, nor almost anyone, has ever heard. Congratulations, you've stumbled upon the Lost Signal, a midnight sanctuary of terrifying audio plays to chill and fulfill. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm trying the green one. Okay. All right, back. Live, um, live okay. Skittle review. We're live. It's, the green one is always my favorite, low-key. I don't know why. Ew. But, yep. Yep, that is happiness right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. They're good. I, I like the one. red ones. Okay. Red one. Yep. Good? Yeah. Thank you for coming to our Skittle Gummy <laughs> Review. <laughs> We're now a Skitty, Skittle Gummy <laughs> Review podcast only. Oh, right, only Skittle Gummies. Also, 
Starburst gummy equally as yeah. good. I we're just a, we're gonna be a gummy review podcast only. I have to get it to taste just like it does. I don't know because it doesn't it taste like you're biting into a skittle. It tastes like the point where yeah, like, it's when weird, you go right? Through the mm-hmm, like the set the like, hard the first time you bite. It. <laughs> I know it's weird. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay, I have to put these down because I would eat them all the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, should I jump into this? Um, wait, hold on. Okay. Bridger just got a monster, which means we have to speed Monster it. review? Um, oh, yeah. it's really good. Is it? Yeah. I have, um, a Nestle <laughs> Splash. <laughs> We're just gonna... <laughs> a Nestle Splash water bottle. This is my favorite, one of my favorite parts about coming to Bridget's house. Not hanging out with her family. Not hanging out with her mom and her dad. It's the Nestle Splash <laughs> water that they have. It's flavored water. Wild Berry is my favorite. So, there we go. Thank you for coming to our uh, review. Yeah. Anyway, now to murder. Yeah. Back to um, you. Today I am talking about... Also, don't put the water there because you're going to pick it up and yep, then bang your right. microphone and... Sorry. Uh, let's be real. People expect that from us. You're right. It's life. You're not wrong. No. We're not. Also, I feel like I need to thank everyone for being so... Um, patient. Easy, patient and easy going with us because yeah. we suck with our Instagram. Yeah, no, we're, we're not terrible. Good. Like, we put episodes out, and we're like, oh, fuck yeah. And then, like, three days later, we're like, oh, shit, we yeah. never put on I wasn't waiting for you the yeah. last week. <laughs> this week, I mean. I so. fucking suck at that. That is, like, my least favorite thing, because I never go on Instagram. Yeah. Like, that's one of the things I never do. So, I apologize. I will get better. I think what I should do is, the first time I think about it, whether it's out or not, I should make the Instagram post, and then I can save it as a draft. Yeah. Okay. So, that's what I'm going to do. But thank you guys for being patient with us. We love you all. Sorry we suck. Sorry we suck. (laughs) But, honestly, you signed up for it. (laughs) Honestly, if this became a Skittles gummy review channel or podcast, we would be much better at Instagram. Oh, yeah. 100%. I would take little videos of me trying each flavor. Yeah. One at a time. Right. It's like the Dunkaroos. I'm obsessed with Dunkaroos. I... Oh, love them. But see, the Dunkaroos that came out, not infinitely same. worse than yeah. the ones. They're not that the same. This icing feels kids. different, right? It is. It's different, yeah. and the cookies are different. Are they? Yeah, they don't taste the same. The cookies don't taste as much vanilla, right? right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's not like we had an entire dinner before this either. <laughs> I think we had a pizza and review that yeah, as well. That pizza was also really good. Honestly, so, the pepperoni on it was it, the cups, yeah, not uh-huh. the flat. Oh, yeah. The Can't best. go wrong. And the garlic now was just... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, like, doughy. Yeah, and not too much garlic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, I hope you, we made you hungry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about the murder of Molly Tibbetts. I think that's how you say it. I'm pretty Tibbets. sure... Um, this happened in 2018. Oh, shit. That's recent. So very recent, yeah. Uh, so Molly, her name was Molly Tibbetts, obviously. She was born on May 8th, 1998, so her birthday's kind of soon. I'm sure she's, like, a year younger than us. Yeah, she was young. Uh, she was born in San Francisco, California, to Rob and Laura Tibbetts. Um, but when she was in second grade, her parents divorced, and she moved to Iowa with her mother and her two siblings. So they just were separated. Her dad kept in close relationship with her. Uh, um, that's not really important. She's the last time he saw her was at his wedding in December, in June. Oh, okay. So, um. Also, I just have to say, sorry if you hear wind. It is super fucking windy outside, and I can it? hear it in the air conditioner. Oh. So, I was I was going to apologize for the dog because the dog might be. She's uh, joined us today. She doesn't yeah. normally join us. It's because my parents aren't home. Right. So, if she 
jumps around a little, it's just because she yeah. loves me. But, like, I can so. hear the wind, and it's my mic's facing the air conditioner, right. so. Oh, okay. Just in case. All right. Okay, anyway. So, he last saw her in June, which was about a month before she went missing. Um, at the time of her disappearance, she was a resident of Brooklyn, Iowa, which is a small town about 70 miles east of Des Moines, and she was a psychology major at the University of Iowa. She worked at a child's day camp and was just a student. She was preparing for her sophomore year in college. So she was last seen jogging on July 18th, 2018. She was staying at a nearby home, dog sitting. Uh, she was dog sitting for her boyfriend's, I believe it was her boyfriend's brother, so she, it wasn't her house, but she was just okay. watching. Um, her boyfriend reported that the last time he talked to her was via Snapchat that night, so, but, like, that's, like, there's, like, if yeah. you got it because she went missing that day kind of thing. That's weird to hear, like, a modern <laughs> fucking, yeah. like, thing used. Right, so he said the last time we talked to her was Snapchat, which is a little weird, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, she was dressed in a pink sports top. Hold on, I need to get a drink because I'm choking. Cute. Don't let fucking Marty hear that. I, Yeah. I was trying to prevent it because I felt it coming, so I knew yeah. Marty would be upset. Yeah. Um, a pink sports top, running shorts, running shoes, and a headband. Uh, she was missing for, like, pretty much over a month. Uh, communities across the nation put her face on posters, t-shirts, and, like, just literally no one knew where she went. She vanished after her walk, pretty much. Okay. Her run, not walk. If it was me... It would be your walk. If it was me, I'd be on the couch. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. That's that's one thing I don't have to worry about. Wouldn't have disappeared. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, local and federal investigators followed hundreds of tips from across state and nations to find her. And a reward for her safe return grew to over $400,000. So that's a shit ton of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Eventually, the investigation led to 24-year-old Christian... Bahana Rivera, who was a Mexican national who just happened to be in the country illegally. Okay. Um, surveillance videos showed Rivera following Tibbets the night of her disappearance. So she went running at night, and that's why. Whatever. Okay. Um, so it happened. It happened to show, like, it's so weird. His car was like they had surveillance footage of like her run, like, I guess from each house, like, as she ran, they would okay. follow. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. his car was the car that popped up the most to them. Okay. Um, so he happened to be following her car, her, the night. He told authorities that he approached Tibbetts during her jog on a ro- rural, rural, ro- whoa. Yeah. Rural, how do you say that word? Rural? Rural. There we go. <laughs> Could not say it. Um, part of, uh, 385th Street in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Iowa, not... No. Yeah, you keep throwing me off to say yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, so, and then Rivera states that when Tibbetts threatened to call the police on her, him, he blacked out. And just, you know. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, you know how you do. Yeah. <laughs> so, the way they, the police found him, or, like, thought of him, found, found him basically... They observed numerous vehicles on the video. One in particular was his black Chevy Malibu with distinctive distinctive features. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason it drew the officer's attention because was because of the frequency that it was observed in that area. So it literally looks like oh, she's he's following her. You're right. Um. So, on August eighteenth, August sixteenth, sorry. So just about a month, twenty eighteen. Powshik County Sheriff. That's definitely not how you say that. Doesn't but... sound like it. <laughs> it's fine. Um, 
Steve Deputy, wait, sorry, Sheriff's Deputy Steve Keevy contacted the defendant after observing the Chevy Malibu while driving near Malcolm. So he was aware, the sheriff was aware of the observations of the officers concerning the Chevy Malibu. So they really had no reason to pull him over because, like, besides the fact right. that his car was seen, which you can't really, like, he could have just been going to work that same way. Like, what are you going to, yeah. Right. So he followed the Malibu but did not execute a vehicle stop. Rather, he waited for the driver to stop voluntarily so either get to right. where he was going or, like, whatever. When Kiwi approached the driver, he identified himself and used utilized the service services of a neighbor to assist in interpreting for him. So, um, I'm gonna call him Christian because that's just or I yeah whatever. So Christian was didn't speak English or claimed to not speak English. So one of the his neighbors, um, interpreted for the guy. I wish I could use that excuse like oh no hablo English right. Yeah. Well, like, clearly I was speaking more. Right, well, you, well, as I go further in, like, they find out that, like, some people at his job tell him, like, when he, like, I'll tell you. Okay, kick <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Um, so, when, uh, so Kiwi asked for, and was provided the, provided paperwork mm-hmm. from the driver and identified the person speaking to him as Christian Rivera. Kiwi explained to the defendant, who was Christian, that he was working on the Tibbetts investigation and asked him if he knew anything about the disappearance. Christian claimed he had no knowledge of Tibbetts' whereabouts and, um, obviously that's important because it not only identifies the defendant as being associated to the car, but it also provides context to the defendant's mindset that any officer who later approached him would be no surprise to him. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they're like, They're okay, like, oh, you, we know. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm just gonna, like, kind of state where, but, like, he says he found... Okay. So Rivera eventually led authorities to a rural set stretch of 460th Avenue in Brooklyn, Iowa, where Molly's body was found. So it was found in this, like, field... But there happened to be, have corn grown, so, like, they they searched the area multiple times, but just never found her because, okay. like, the corn, like, whatever. Right. But that's where she was. Wait, and this guy led, led them? That led them to him. So did he kill? He killed her, yes. But he they know that? They know it because he told them, basically. Oh, okay. He's, like, like I said, he said he blacked out when he found her. And okay. Then, like, when he said... Because he was scared she was going to call the cops and he's illegal. So, like, well, that's not known, but I'm, like, pretty sure that's why he blacked out. And, like, yeah. But, yeah. So he led them there. But I found a document, which was a motion to suppress, which, because basically what Christian did was he tried to state that, like, a bunch of the things that the police did in order to get him to, con- to get him to confess to the murder, like, a bunch of the things that he did was illegal. So, mm-hmm. I found an entire document that, like, outlines everything, where they found him, the investigation to him, and, like, that kind of stuff. So, I'm gonna go over that, so we're gonna just... So, there's gonna be, like, some, like, making a murder shit, where, right. like... No, it's not. But, like, they, he tries to make it out like it okay. is, but, like, um, but buckle up, because there's <laughs> a lot. Oh, boy. <laughs> So, on August 20th, 2018, so this is after, a couple of days after they, like, first saw him, because they didn't take him in when they first saw him, because they had no reason to. Right. Um, detectives went to Yarby Farms, which is where Christian was employed, to look for him and his vehicle. 
they found Christian, but they didn't, that he, but he didn't drive the car to work. He drove a different car. Mm-hmm. But, like, that car was all still on the premises, so, like, he just maybe has multiple cars and he's driving to and from yeah, work. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Um, but they found out he didn't drive the car to work, but he was associated with it because he was already, because yeah. the police officer before that saw him. Right. Um, so they decided to bring him in for questioning, and it went like this. Oh, boy. It sounds like the song. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, while officers were present, the defendant consented to a search of his car, of the Chevy Malibu and the Nissan Altima. So, the Nissan Altima was the car that he drove to work that day on August 20th. Mm-hmm. Um, there was verbal and written, written consent for both vehicles, and it was obtained in Spanish, as the, uh, attested by a federal government who, federal agent, sorry, who speaks Spanish. So, like, they had to make sure they crossed their dot to yeah. their lives. So, everything that you hear was probably also done in Spanish because he was a Spanish Because, like, he speaking. needed to, like, yeah. Right. Uh, the defendant was asked to come to the sheriff's office by officers, and he, he responded that he had, quote, no problem accompanying them to Powshex. So, that's just how I'm going to say it. Who knows if it's right? <laughs> but <laughs> Powshex County Sheriff's Office. He was also informed by an officer at the farm that they will, they will, quote, bring, they will bring you back over here, indicating that the officers will be available to bring him back to the farm at the conclusion of the interview. Okay. So they're just laying this all out because they kind of have to. Right. Uh, the defendant was at the front seat of the vehicle, not cuffed or restrained in any way, aka he was just being taken in for questioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only conversation that occurred on the way to the sheriff's office was small talk about the weather. Okay. They arrived at the sheriff's office at, like, 3.35. Okay. Once at the sheriff's office, the direct the defendant was directed to a public li- li- library <laughs> lobby. <laughs> so he was not treated by law enforcement in any way as if he was in custody. His cell phone was not taken away. He was able to just do what he wanted. He was just sitting in the lobby. He was just chilling. Yeah. Um, agent Green, which is the, the um, federal agent who went with them to kind of mm-hmm. do the... They, that person remained in the lobby for a short time before departing to go back to the farm. Okay. Which, because they were still doing all the tests. Right. Um, while in the lobby, Special Agent Trent Valletta introduced himself to the defendant while Green was present. So, while one person was leaving, the other was coming, kind of thing. Okay. Um, there was no conversation between Green, Valletta, or other officers and the defendant, so he kind of just was in the lobby alone, unguarded, just chilling. Just big chilling. Unsupervised. Whatever. That happened for over an hour before the interview, beginning of an interview. So they just kind of had him sitting there. At all times in the lobby um, of the sheriff's office, the defendant had access to his cell phone and a public exit. So he was able to just walk out if he wanted to. Yeah. Right. Uh, Then he was interviewed on and off for the next several hours. The interview process began approximately at 5.05 on August 20th, which, so like two, maybe an hour and a half after he got there. Mm Mm-hmm. And concluded at 4.15 a.m. on August 21st, 2018. So they were investigating. They were for a long fucking time. Yeah. Um, There was a total of 10 breaks taking, uh, that were taken. Just letting her do her thing. (laughs) Uh, 10 breaks taken uh, of varying lengths. The longest single break was 30 minutes. So that's one break was 30 minutes. The other ones were all short. Um, Homie. You good, girl? She had an itch. It's okay. 
Um, the div- <laughs> the defendant was given a meal, and when I say defendant, I mean Christian. Yeah. Um, he was given a meal that consumed and consumed it unhindering and uninterrupted by an officer, so he was able to have a meal, did whatever. The longest single stretch of continuous interview was an hour and twenty minutes, which, if you think about it, that's, that's not, not that, that long. long. No. Uh, which inc- which occurred within the first two hours, so they that's like not even crazy because he was there for. Like, I would understand if it's, like, to hour 10 and he's sitting there, like, crying and they're giving him an hour. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like that. Uh, the total of approximately 8 hours and 30... Okay, it was 8 hours and 30 minutes, not 10. I'm dramatic. Uh, <laughs> of the actual interview... Um, sorry. There's a total of approximately 8 hours and 30 minutes of actual interview out of an approximate 11 hours and 10 minutes. So, technically, they took, like, 2 hours was break time. Like, total. Right. Uh, the defendant was, that was the longest time, the, so, for 11 hours, 10 minutes, the defendant was in the presence of officers in our interview rooms. There's also numerous occasions where the defendant turned down food or water. Up until the time he was read his Miranda rights, the defendant had access to his cell phone. And me explaining all of this will become, like, necessary. Necessary to, at the end. So just, you know. Um... Miranda warnings were not read at the beginning of the interview process. He was able to leave. Like, he just was being questioned. Mm. Warnings were not provided because the defendant was not in custody. Officers made it clear to the defendant that he was not in custody and that he was free to leave at any time. It was made clear to the defendant that the door of the interview room was unlocked and he was told what door led to the street. So they were like... So they were like, you could fucking leave. Yeah. yeah. Um, And that he had access to the outside of the sheriff's office. If he wished to do so. And was told that, that at any moment, if he wished to get up and go, he was free to go. Miranda warnings were read to the defendant at approximately 11.30pm by Officer Romero. The rights were read in Spanish. Uh, just prior to the Miranda rights uh, being read, the federal agent Mike Fischels spoke to the defendant on the phone, asking him questions concerning his immigration status, because that, again, becomes another mm-hmm. issue. During the interview, it was determined that the defendant was suspected of being in the United States illegally, and a detainer was placed on him. So that's when it became, like, he literally was charged with being here illegally before he was charged with murder. I was gonna say, so they read him his Miranda rights because he was, because he was literally Because technically, like, video footage is not enough. To prove that he killed her. No, I mean, video footage of a car. At this time, I don't think he should lead them to the body. I think, like, this is, this like, is the before. before. Yeah. Um, so at this time, the defendant was not free to leave, so his Miranda rights were read to him. Subsequently, the defendant waived his right, his Miranda rights and agreed to be continue speaking to officers. Stupid. Yeah. During, <laughs> during the interview, both before and after the Miranda rights were read... The defendant made several admissions concerning his involvement in the disappearance and death of Molly Tibbetts. Following the interview, the defendant led law enforcement to the location. So that's saying after. After he led the location, led them to the location of Molly Tibbetts' body. The DCI lab performed a DNA analysis on suspected blood found in the trunk of the defendant's vehicle. So he was, if he didn't convince, like, say it, like he would have gotten it because. Yeah. Um, sorry. I lost my spot. Okay. The same vehicle the defendant... So, this was the same vehicle the defendant consented to allow the law enforcement to search, so they didn't do it illegally. He literally said, you can do it. <laughs> um, 
The results of the analysis confirmed the presence of blood in the trunk of the defendant's vehicle, and DNA developed from the blood matched the known DNA of Molly Tibbetts. So basically, it was her blood. Right. Uh, law enforcement interacted with the defendant both at the farm and at the sher- sheriff's office. There was no significant language barrier, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, one of the officers who interacted with the defendant at the farm spoke Spanish and interpreted to the other officers. So there was an officer there who spoke Spanish. Right. There was no language barrier at all. Right. If they if he didn't understand something, he could have just right. asked. Right. At the sheriff's office, the Iowa City police officers, Pamela Romero and Jeff Fink, both interviewed the defendant in in Spanish. Okay. Uh, the defendant was then being housed at Powschik County Jail since his arrest. So he was arrested on August 21st. And since then, he was held at that jail. So, is he going to try and say that he couldn't, like, understand what these people were saying to him? just wait. Just wait. (laughs) During his jail stay, there had been numerous opportunities for the jail staff to observe and interact, obviously, with him. On those occasions, jail staffs had reported that the defendant communicates effectively both in English and Spanish. Oh, my God. (laughs) When having conversations with the defendant in English, he appears to clearly understand the conversation and is apparently appropriate, oh wait, sorry, and is able to appropriately participate in communication with the jail staff, staff, who don't speak Spanish. The defendant also told Romero, who was the police officer, mm-hmm. that he had been working in the United States for four years, which of mo- which most of he was gainfully employed by an English-speaking business owner. So... So he understood what was happening no right. matter what, is what you're getting at yeah. here. So, um... In this thing, it says that the state will provide a copy of the interview to the court. Uh, the transcript is lengthy and will take... Okay, this is just saying that they have, like, the transcript. Right. Um, so this is the first thing that they tr- he tried to say the police didn't do. Valid consent to search the defendant's vehicle was obtained. Evident... Sorry, What? <laughs> Valid consent to search the vehicles uh, was obtained. Any evidence found as a result of the consent must not be suppressed. So he was trying to say that the evidence they found wasn't that he didn't give consent to. But he did. So they can't find it. Right. So this is again stating on August 20th, 2018, officers obtained valid consent to search the black Chevrolet Malibu, which the vehicle, which was used by the defendant. The vehicle fit the description of a vehicle observed in surveillance video. Which is why they knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also showed the dr- driver believed to be Molly Tibbetts on her run. When the vehicle was searched, blood was located in the trunk, and DNA analysis confirmed that blood was Molly's. So, in analyzing, in Alan, analyzing the consent shirt search, and a why whoa. Yeah, English is hard sometimes. Yeah. I get it. Do you want to try it in Spanish? No, I, I would not know any of this. <laughs> Um, in analyzing a consent consent search, Iowa courts employ a two-step approach to determine whether um, there has been a violation. Okay. In applying those factors to the case, the court will find that the when the officer approached the defendant at Yarby Farms, in which he was working with in a familiar environment around people who he was familiar, um, and during all interactions with... Um, Yeah, sorry. Uh, during all interactions to the defendant, the conversations were translated both by federal agent who spoke Spanish, so there was no language barrier. Mm-hmm. The officers who approached him identified themselves. They were calm, non-aggressive, 
and they didn't display any signs of or indication of force or authority over then they were associated with the law enforcement. So, like, basically, it's saying that they didn't, like, kind of... Hold on. Thwart. Yeah. Rue. Sorry, girl. Go upstairs. No, don't come hiding Is that upstairs? Me. Don't come hiding You can lay me. down. Just stop being loud. Okay. Um, good girl. Uh, so, basically, they're saying that, like, they didn't use any aggressive force or, like, kind of use their authority to be like, oh, let us search the car. Right. They were just kind of, like, being normal cops, like they should be. Um, okay, so the conversations between the officer and the defendant were pleasant, and he gives an outward appearance of being cooperative, so there was no, like, I don't want to search it. Yeah. The defendant does not show any signs of distress, and also gives no indication that he is fearful or has no, n- any wish not to speak to officers. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's really nothing So there's saying, nothing like, for him hey. to be like, oh, I right. didn't want to do that. <laughs> officers never assert any claim of authority over him, or, or of being able to search him. It's true that officers did not inform Rivera that he had the right to refuse consent to search. However, that is one factor of many. So basically, it's one thing that they done wrong yeah. out of all the things that they did. Um, there's no, there's no other show of force or authority, and there's no other acts or conducted engage in by law enforcement that can be described as remotely deceptive. So there's no evidence that the police were deceptive, of, and if anything, officers were very forthright to the defendant. So, under a totality of the circumstances and the analysis, the, de- the defendant voluntarily consented to the search of both vehicles. Consent okay. is confirmed by other laws. So, right. yes, he gave consent. Yeah. <laughs> um, this keeps going, so there's much more that he says that they did, but I'm, I cut the other ones down a lot more so we don't have to listen to all the, like, <laughs> lawyer talk. Uh, the defendant makes the claim that his statements to law enforcement should be found involuntary based on the conduct of the officers before and during the questioning of the defendant. The defendant's age and education, the social called, I mean, sorry, the so-called language barrier, and the length of questioning. So they're basically saying because, he's saying because of the way he was interviewed, because he's young, he was young, because he spoke Spanish, because he did, probably didn't go to college. I don't know that for sure, but, like, education, like, says, like, right. that. Um, and because the the questioning was ten hours long, uh, the, his statement should be ineffective. So he literally tried to pull, like, a Brendan, uh, yeah. whatever that kid's last name was, for making a murder. This yeah. was just stupid because it didn't yeah. work. Right. <laughs> um, so apparent, applying a totality of circumstances... I, well, okay, I should say, I should point out that we don't know for sure that this didn't work, because as of right now, he hasn't been convicted of anything. Okay. He's still on trial. But this is just evidence that the, what's the, not the, not the defense. The prosecution. The prosecution is using to say, like, okay, whatever he's claiming is false. Is false, right. That was just, so, obviously applying totality of the circumstances and the analysis of the inf- interview of the defendant, his statements are voluntary and uncle course they didn't do anything to um and there's no fucking language barrier right. <laughs> they literally did everything correctly like if you th- well not everything which is shocking most things. right that's what i'm saying like it's <laughs> it's bananas to me that they had someone on the scene the day they went to get him that spoke spanish that's like two people not just one they had two yeah well that blows my mind also you have to think that like most of the murders we talk about are from like the 70s right. 80s that's true this is 2018 right. we probably learned from then I mean, let's be real, some, some cops have not learned from their situations, well. but that, like, blew my mind. I was like, oh, shit, like, they had two, the, the like, real deal. Crazy. Yeah. 
Iowa don't mess around. No. <laughs> Iowa. That's shocking. Um, the defendant is making a claim that his statement should be found involuntary based on the promises of leniency by the officers, um, interviewing him. What is that? So oh, the like, officers probably came off in okay. a way that they were like, oh, like, you know, if you tell us this. It won't be like, as bad. Right. We'll get you, like, right. half a term or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, so based on the comments by Romero and Valletta, which were the two, um, officers, the defendant only knows that they are not the persons who is going, wait, sorry, the defendant knows that they are not the persons who know what is going to happen and can make him no promises. So he was saying that these officers were going to do exactly what you said. Yeah. And by what, they probably were like, hey, we'll get you this. We'll try. Yeah. So they use their cop language to make him confused. As they do. (laughs) Right. If the court should conclude that the conduct by law enforcement in some way impacts the state's ability to produce evidence at trial concerning the location of Molly Tibbetts' body or the subconscious autopsy results, which the results of the... I don't think I ever said that of their autopsy shown that she was beaten, like, like, damaged. Dude, is there a relationship between the two No, he just, he just found her, like... She was just running, and he saw her in the street, and, like... I was just like, I'm gonna kill somebody today. I don't know, (laughs) from the way it seems to me, and I'm only taking the perspective of, like, he came up to her, I'm coming at it from the perspective, she was a woman riding, running at night, in a, like, in a, like, a athletic wear, and he probably came up to her and tried to, like, catcall her, do something like that to her, and she was like, I'm gonna call the cops on you. And his mind went, I'm illegal, like, oh shit. I gotta do something about and this. And then, yeah. Okay. Or he was just pissed off that she didn't give consent and didn't want anything to do with it and went off. That's where I'm taking it. But you can only know the two sides. Like, you only know. Well, you only yeah, we know we don't know hers, side, so, right? yeah. You only know one side of him saying, this is what happened. Well, was she, like, sexually assaulted or anything? No, there was, let me see. I'm trying to find, I have it in my, in my, um... Uh, autopsy results showed Tibbetts died from multiple injuries resulting in sharp force. So it doesn't really ever say that she okay. was sexually assaulted, but it was sharp force. Um. Just wondering if. Yeah, so I, you don't know for sure. Right. So, he was basically also saying if, if he brought them to the eye, if he didn't bring them, they wouldn't be able to find her. Mm-hmm. And this is saying the state's uh, ability to produce evidence concerning where the location of Molly Tibbetts' body or the sequential, subsequent uh, autopsy results. It says the state would request the court to engage in analysis concerning the inevitable discovery of Molly's Tibbetts' body. So, like, they're saying, like, we, we would have found, found her. it eventually. So, like, yeah. whether we give an autopsy result because you found her, you told us, or, like, inevitably, like, we can Either look way. at both. Like, yeah. they're going to look at both. So, applying these factors to the case... Molly Tibbetts' body was located in an open farm field. Although at the time the field was covered in July corn, that would not have always been the case. Once the corn was harvested from the field, the remains of Molly and her clothing would be readily visible. There would have been no other structure or obstruction keeping the remains from view. So, like... They were they're like, either way, we would have It would have become it. a fucking open field. So right. Come on. Furthermore, law enforcement was continuing to search for Molly, and it was only a matter of time before law enforcement would have searched the field and been able to readily find the body of Molly. 
So it was probably, like, a huge open field is what I'm picturing. Yeah. And when they say they searched it several times, they only probably only searched, like, like certain areas. Yeah. yeah. So on August 21st, 2018, Rivera was charged. Charged. <laughs> charged with first-degree murder in her death. A trial was set to take place in Poeshek County. I would just keep saying it different ways. <laughs> that Whatever. one sounded better than I, the last I like that one, one. yeah. Um, but it would ch- that would change as attorneys felt they wouldn't be able to get a fair and partial journey in that county, jury in that county, which mm-hmm. I understand. Like, yeah. If it's a small town, which I'm sure it is because it's Iowa. Yeah. I feel like everything's small there. But. <laughs> I mean. Um, because of COVID, obviously, this trial has been postponed many times. Um, he had been scheduled to start trial beginning January 25th of 2020, 2020, but, well, not 2020, probably 2020, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, COVID didn't happen in 2020. Yes, it did. Did it? In January of 2020? Yeah, that's when it started. Not, like, here, but that's when it started oh, okay. to, like, circulate. Okay, well, whatever, sorry. We're going to say January 25th, but the Supreme Court, um in November ruled that all jury trials statewide would be put on hold to February 1st due to the rapid growth in positive cases and hospitalizations. And then on what, uh, and then it was rescheduled to May 17th. So we still don't know if he's going to get convicted, but in hearing all of that, and I know that I just did like the States, like, like way of like, yeah. But also, like, I don't know. I feel like it explained everything so perfectly. Like, I feel like the they didn't really fuck anything up. Right. Like, and I, I mean, maybe I would have to find, this is me finding evidence from, like, literally what the state put in. To, yeah. Like, I didn't see what the defendants said. I mean, to you, say. Would, you would have to see, like, the other side of it, like, rebuttals, but, like, right. I can't see, like,. There being much. No. I mean, let's be honest. Like, he's not even, like, fighting the fact that he didn't do it. No, he's fighting. Everything he's fighting is what the officers did to him. Right. Which is crazy. Like, I Well, he's the one that flat out said, like, yeah, body's over here. Right. He brought them to the body. And he literally said, like, I just blacked out when I saw her. Like, yeah, maybe that happened because the police were doing their job and, like, interviewing him and, like, not trying to, like, I'm not gonna say coerce, but, like, like, trying to get it out of him. Like, yeah. we know you were following her. Like, we can literally so, like, see what's you. up, yeah. Like, we watch you, and, like, like, following. And, like, it would be, like, I could understand him, like, saying that it was coerced if they didn't literally, after the interview, bring, bring him. them to the right. body. Right. If he didn't bring them to the body, then I could it's be like, oh, right. you didn't right. speak English, whatever, right. blah, 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 anything right. like that. But, like, after the ten hours, if you're like, oh, and, oh, hold on, one more thing. Right. Cornfield body. Right. <laughs> like, I think you're, you're kind of, you fucked yourself right. there, like, like. you literally, not only did you put yourself in the, like, you put yourself in the crime. You yeah. put yourself there. Yeah. You put yourself putting the body there, obviously, because. How would you fuck? know where it was if right. you that didn't do no it? Right, that makes no sense. Like, and, and I don't know if there was any footage of, like, it didn't seem like there was any footage of him, like, stopping and talking to her. Uh-huh. Because, like, if there was, they would have found him, like, right away. Right. Because they would have been like, you talked to her. Yeah. But, like, so the, the footage must have skipped that part. But if your car is seen in every shot that she's in, like, yeah. that's a little sketchy. Yeah. Like, come on. But, like, okay, your car was seen. Police are gonna obviously be like, come talk Hello, to us. Oh, right. But if you went through the whole fucking ten right. hours and then were like, I don't know, man. Right. Job, they probably would have been like, okay, right. fine, you're just illegal then. Right. Which is another thing. Like, how's that gonna work? Like, he's illegal. Are they just gonna send him 
back to wherever he came from, or they're going to let him serve a sentence here. Like, I, I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works either. And, well, honestly, like, you want to know how I might know how it works? You know the Real Housewives of New Jersey? <laughs> yes. I just did such, like, a gym look to the <laughs> yeah, camera. <she's, laughs> um, do you know the Judices? I don't know, Teresa and... Okay, whatever. One of them's husband went to jail for, like, tax fraud or something. As they do in Jersey. But I, I think he might have been a citizen, but then he got deported back to Italy. Mm-hmm. So he might have been a citizen, and because he made the fraud, he went back. Well, I think if you get convicted of a felony, you lose your green you card. Okay. So I don't know how that's going to work, because he's illegal. I don't know. I'm interested. Because I feel like it would be fucked up to just be like, ah, back to your country, because right. then, okay. Right. And it's so sad, because Molly wasn't even staying, she wasn't even, like, in her town. She was staying somewhere else. Oh. So, like, she wasn't even home. Yeah. It wasn't her area. And, like, that's so sad. Like, she just goes out just for a And that's just so random. Yeah. I, I don't think he was, like, like, she, he was, like, stalking her. I think it was genuinely that he, like, not that, I'm not gonna say it was an accident, because he fucking killed her. Well, it wasn't an accident. He, like, went, walked up to her to try to, like, smooth her over, like, you know, whatever, try to get her, and it didn't work, and he flipped his shit, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And I feel bad for her boyfriend, because... And her parents, and, like... Everyone. Her, because that's random and, like, weird, like... And it's so scary, too, like, you don't even think about it, like... And so you hear that all the time now, like, girls are like, oh, I can't walk alone at night anymore. It's so scary to think about. Yeah. I, like, walk home from Jimmy's house, and Jimmy lives literally two blocks away from me. And I'm like, I make him walk with me to the corner, and I make him stand on the corner until I get into my house. I See, I will never fucking do that, because I've always been scared of people. Like, since I was little, I'm always scared of, like, strangers. I don't know why. It's just, like, a thing. So, like, I will not, like, I don't trust anyone. I will not walk outside by myself, nighttime, daytime, no matter yeah. what it is, I will not do it. I always make Jimmy, like, if, like, he drops me off in my house, I make him wait in the car till I get into my oh, house. Oh, yeah. And, like, I all do that, that too. Stuff. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's sad. It's scary. I mean, we could take this as, like, women have to, like, not women have to do anything, but men have to stop being pigs, but. Yeah, how about just, like, like just, like. <laughs> Don't like, like stop. Don't kill anyone. Kill, first of all, don't kill anybody. Don't rape people. Don't and, kill anyone because they don't give you what you want. Like, come on. Just like be a decent human being. Right. How about that? that yeah, that's <laughs> moral I think of the that's story. Should be. Yeah, moral of the story: be a decent human being. Yeah. So that's what I have for you. All I right. I made this more about the Christian, but I it, it was just to me that was more interesting. Like not well, plus more it's, interesting. it's like ongoing. So but, right. It's not more interesting to me than, like, her life, but, well, like, I mean, her, also, I don't want to, like... It's very, I hate to say it, but, like, cut and dry. It's, right. like, she was killed. Right. And I don't want to talk about her life, like, I don't know, I feel weird, because, like, what if she doesn't want her life talked about like that? Yeah. Like, she doesn't, she didn't ask for this, like... No, she's just trying to run! Right. She's trying like, to be a healthy bitch. She didn't ask to d- get killed, so if I shine a light on the asshole who did it, like, it's... Yeah. Like, why he did wrong, like, why he did her wrong, then, you know? And why he's an idiot. Right. Clearly. And he's why he's either gonna go to jail or be, what's that called? Deported to wherever he's from. Yeah. Hopefully I both. Hope, I hope he serves both. Or I hope that if he's deported, he serves time there. That's what I mean, yeah. Like, whatever they do there. I don't know how that works. I don't know how I'm that interested. works. I'm interested. I'm gonna keep updated on yeah. this one to I'm see, like... interested to see, like, what... What happens. Like, how that... 
works. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Because can you be convicted here if... I don't know. Or put in jail if you're not a citizen? I mean, I'm thinking yes, because why would they go through with a trial then? You know? Well, they'd still have to have a trial if he was going to get deported. Yeah? Oh, I don't know. Because that would be the decision of... That's true. That's true. The trial. That's true. Really? Even though he's there illegally. So it doesn't matter. He has to go back no matter what. Well, but not if they convict him to jail time here, then he wouldn't be going back at all. That's true, but that means that they can convict him to jail time. Right. But I don't know if they can. Right. I don't know either. If anybody knows that, let us know. (laughs) Because obviously we're just talking in circles. (laughs) We have no idea. Um, But yeah, that was my little story for you guys today. So that's all I have for you today. Cool. Um, Well, not cool, but you know, relatively. Whatever. Um, Yeah, that's all I got for you. I spoke a lot today, so I'm I'm pooped. You're done. I'm pooped. My turn. Um, yeah, Bridget's <laughs> turn. We do two episodes in one night, which is why every time on Bridget's episode we may seem a little bit, like, tireder, because we always end up doing mine first. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just, like, a thing we do. Going second sucks. Yeah. I did last time, yep. didn't I? And yeah. you said it sucked. It did suck. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sorry, I got my we'll, monster. we'll flip it. Maybe next time I'll okay. do a second again. Probably not, but... No. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Alright, well, um, that's all I got for you guys this week. Follow us on Instagram. FIB Podcast. Um, send us an email. Futures Bright, Bright Pod, Pod at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Yes. Now I'm confused. Okay. It happens. Um, and that's it. That's all there is. Yeah. We don't have anything else. Yeah. All right. Well, catch you guys next time. Bye.